Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through if you're just joining us for the first time tonight, um, once again, I say thank you for coming. Glory to God. And we've been examining a topic uh, titled Survival Series. Survival Series, Thriving in Times Like This. And one thing that excites me <clears throat> about this series is the fact that it's a message that we need for this season. And beyond this season, it's a message that we need for all seasons. Because as we journey through life, as you and I journey through life, there are moments in our life where we will face challenges, where we will face trials. We cannot run away from it. The fact that you are a believer does not exempt you from encountering challenges, from encountering troubles on your part. It does not exempt you. Jesus himself said, in this world, you will have many troubles. He said, but be of good cheer. He said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. I have overcome all of these things for you. So in other words, Jesus is saying we're not going to be exempted from the troubles and the trials of life. He said, but one thing I need you to always remember during every challenge, during every trial, is the fact that you will survive it. You will be able to go through it. Glory to God, because that I have already overcome them for you. So when we face challenges, when we face trials, we need to have the mind of a victor and not the mind of a victim because somehow some way God is going to see us through and we began this particular series by looking at the book of Matthew chapter 7 which has been our main text uh, for this series Matthew chapter 7 24 25 26 if you have been following this series I'm just trying to do a recap for the people that are joining us for the first time Matthew chapter 7 24 25 and 26 where Jesus was talking about two buildings two houses he said one is a house that was standing upon the rock, built upon the rock, and the other was a house that was built upon the sand. He said the wind came, the storm began to blow, the rain began to fall. And one thing I established for us is the fact that when the rain came, when the storm came, when things began to happen in that environment, it did not happen to the house that was built on the sand alone. It happened also to the one that was built upon the rock. In other words, when life begins to happen, it happens to every one of us. I keep telling us in this town, in virtually all the, all the countries of the world, you know, you may not have been infected by the virus, you are not sick at the moment, but you see somehow, some way, the lockdown, the, 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 the coming of coronavirus into the world has affected you one way or the other. You're no longer free to move around. You're no longer free to run your business. You're no longer free to, to just do what you feel like doing. Glory to God. So you may not have been affected, you know, your body may not have been affected by the sickness ravaging the face of the earth, but somehow, some way, it has affected you. So what that simply means is that we are in the world, even though we are not of the world, we are in the world, and whatever happens in the world has a way of affecting our life, even though we are believers. So the house that was built upon the rock and the one that was built upon the sand, they both had the same experience. 
they had the, the same experience. Because right now in the world with the coronavirus, the lockdown and all of that, both believers and unbelievers were, were both having the same experience. We're both having the same experience. Lockdown in our homes. We can't go out. We can't, we can't do what we need to do or what we want to do. We're both on lockdown. But the Bible said, I mean, Jesus said that by the time the storm was over, the wind has blown over, there was a house that was standing. There was a house that was blown away. And the difference was that there was the one, the one, one was built upon the rock and one was built upon the sand. So what I came to tell you, what I've been saying since the beginning of this series is that we need to understand that by the time this season blows over, you and I will still be standing here. That is the design of God. You and I will still be standing here. We will not partake of this sickness. We will not partake of being robbed by armed robbers in the middle of the night. We will not partake of being of our neighbor being invaded by armed robbers. We will, we will survive. We will survive. We will thrive through these times. And by the time all of this has blown over, you and I will still be standing here. Oh, I feel like that is a word of prophecy for somebody. So you can type on the screen. You can say louder, amen, by typing it on the screen. I just typed mine. You and I will still be standing here. When these has blown over, we will be standing here. We will not be hurt. None of us will fall sick. We will be here. We'll be standing here. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing wanting. In the name of Jesus. We'll be exempted from all the evils that is happening upon the face of the earth right now. We will be exempted in the name of Jesus. I don't know where you are, the country you're joining us from, the locality where you're joining us from. You may even live in a particular, I mean in an area, especially in Lagos, where boys are going about doing all kinds of stuff, but in the midst of all of it, no evil will come near your dwelling in the name of Jesus. It won't come near you. You need to type amen on the screen. I need to know that you're here hearing me. I need to know that you're there. Type amen on the screen. It will help me to know that you're hearing me loud and clear. Type amen. Don't just say that amen. Type it on the screen. You are saved. You are delivered from every form of evil. In the name of Jesus, you are kept. In the name of Jesus, evil will not come near you. It will not come near your dwelling. You and your family, you are safe. You are kept in this season. In the name of Jesus. Don't forget that that name has been given unto us and is a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. And I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that you and your family, you and your entire household, you will survive this season, you will thrive in this season, you will survive this season, you will thrive in this season, and in the end, you will be standing here nothing missing nothing broken nothing wanting in the name of Jesus I decree upon your business because a lot of businesses have been affected all around the world right now I decree upon your business that your business instead of going down like the businesses in the world are going down you will be your business will continue to go while others are saying there's a casting down you will testify that there is a lifting up in the name of Jesus I wish I can see your amen on the screen. I need to be sure you're hearing me. Type your amen on the screen. While others are saying there's a go casting down, there's a going down, you will testify that there is a lifting up in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. So as I was saying, Jesus said, the house on the rock stood, but the house on the sand was blown away. 
and Jesus said the difference between the two was that one heard and did, one heard and did not do. So I told us that in the world right now, we have a lot of hearers. There are a lot of hearers all over the world, but there are few doers. And the doing part is what makes the difference. Because between the house that was sanding and the house that was blown away, the difference was in the doing. You see, our nation, especially Nigeria, if you're listening to me from Nigeria, our nation is not experiencing a change because there are a lot of hearers of the word of God, but there are few doers of the word of God. It is not the, the church that is the problem. It is not, the, it is not even the, the proliferation of churches, like some are angry at it, that is the problem. But the issue is there are a lot of people who go into these worship houses, they hear the word of God, but they do not do. And when you have few doers, you see, the extent to which you do the word of God is the extent to which the blessing of God is released upon your life. For James said, it is not the hearer that is blessed, it is the doer of God's word that is blessed. So Jesus said the house that was standing after the storm, it was that house, the owner of that house was the man that heard and did the word of God, put it into practice. And what we've been looking at in the last few weeks, beginning from the month of April, are the things that we need to do in this season to ensure and guarantee that when this has blown over, you and I are still standing here. And we talked about focus. We talked about focus from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. He says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set ahead of him endured the cross, despised the shame. He endured the cross. So I told us that focus is very essential in this season. Focus is critical. Focus is essential in this season. What you keep your eyes on will either keep you or take you out. Your focus is essential. Some of us are focused on the wrong things in this season. You're looking at observing all the conspiracy theories. Oh, this is happening. What's the next thing CNN is saying? What's the next thing? You know, the 5G, the 10G, the, 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 you know, the Antichrist and all of that. You know, we're focused on the wrong things. So focus is important in this season. What you're looking at is important in this season. I can't see anybody type. I still need to know that you're hearing me. Can somebody just type loud and clear if you're hearing me? I need to know that I'm not just speaking and nobody's hearing me. Somebody just help me out. Glory to God. We must, we must focus on the right thing. When Peter was walking on water, when Peter was walking on water, you know what? His eyes was fixed on the one who called him. And as long as his eyes was fixed on Jesus, his feet was on water. Nothing could take him out. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus and was observing the boisterous wind, he was observing what was happening in the environment, the conspiracy theory, the coming of the Antichrist, the, this one, oh, you know. And I told us that, see, this is a time when we need to feed our, feed our faith instead of feeding our fear. All of those things, what they will do is feed your fear. They will feed your fear. And in this season, you do not need to be afraid. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. Can somebody help me? Just type something on the screen. Pastor Stanley, if you're there, just do that for me. I need to know that I'm speaking and people are hearing me. Glory to God. Or just type a lesson you're getting out of this, but I just need to know that somebody out there, everybody's hearing me loud and clear. Glory to God. So we must, we must know, we must, we, must look, we must focus on the right thing. 
We must focus on the right thing. Hallelujah. Type to let us know. Let us know you are there. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So our focus is important. Very, very important. Jesus saw the joy ahead of him, and because of the joy that was ahead of him, he was able to endure the cross. So what you focus on will take you or carry you through the moment. Some of us are already looking at what we will do, how our lives will look like after this era or this season is over. We're focused on, on post-COVID-19. Glory to God. And you also must do that. You must see something beyond the moment. A man that is in the midst of storm that cannot see the aftermath of how his life will look like after the storm is over may not be able to make it. It is that hope that I'm going to go through this without the scratch that will keep you alive. It is that, 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 that vision that you are seeing beyond the storm that will keep you alive. Glory to God. So you must see beyond the moment. You must see beyond what you're going through. And we also examine the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 where the Bible says there's no temptation that is common to man. He said, but God is faithful. God is faithful. He said, God is faithful. Who will with the temptation will not allow you to, uh, uh, to handle more than you can bear. In other words, no matter what happens to us, it's not beyond our capacity. It's not beyond our capacity. We can handle it. For the fact that it's coming our way shows that we can handle it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Nobody's typing. Please help me. Help me. Help me. I need, I need somebody to type something. Let me know you are hearing me loud and clear. Just one person. Glory to God. Pastor Ken, if you're dead, do that for me. It is very, very important so that we're, we're not just speaking and nobody's hearing us. I need to know. Ola Media Begunde, please help me out. Do that if you're hearing me. Please just type something. We are here. Or, I mean, just do something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a live broadcast, so I need to know that you're there hearing me. Help me type something. Hallelujah. Pastor Stanley, if you're there, do that for me. I need to see you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we, we need to understand that it, it's, it's, it's not beyond what we can handle. We can handle it. If it's coming our way, then God has put something in us that will help us to go through the times and the season. Then he now said, he finished that verse with God will make a way of escape. In other words, in the midst of the storm, one of the things I need to be on the lookout for also is a way of escape. Because God will create a way of escape. He will create a door of escape. He will create a channel of escape. So as much as the storm is raging, as much as the storm is brewing, it is rising, I need to understand and know that in the midst of all of this, God is going to make a way for me. He's going to create a door of escape for me. Glory to God. So when I, when I harm myself with all this knowledge, with all this information of what God can do for me in the midst of the storm, then I will be able to weather and go through all types of season. Glory to God. The COVID-19 season, the lockdown will not be a burden for me because I know in the midst of it, there's going to be a door of escape that evil may be befalling the people around me, but I am going to be saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So tonight I want us to look at another aspect. Glory to God. Something very critical, very important. In fact, it was one of the things that steered us to pray. 
Because every Monday on Instagram Live, we take time to pray. For about an hour, we pray together. <clears throat> and I've explained to us using this same text, but it's also important and relevant that we, we understand this text also in this season because it's powerful. I mean, it's, it's powerful. And it's in Philippians chapter 4. It's a very popular scripture. Uh, uh, Philippians chapter 4, I'll read from, from verse 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. He said, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Then in verse 6, <clears throat> it says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Now, what that simply means is that when we go through storms, glory to God, We must, not be, we must not be anxious for anything. We must have our confidence intact. He said, be anxious for nothing. That means be, don't, don't, don't develop anxiety. Glory to God. Be anxious for nothing. He said, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, he said, let your request be made known unto God. Now, if anything is going to cause anxiety... What that means is that that thing is troubling. It's troubling. Glory to God. It's something that is troubling you. Uh, uh, most times anxiety comes as a result of expectation of evil. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what happens. Anxiety comes as a result of expectation of things not going right. So he says, be anxious for nothing. That means in the midst of fear in the midst of troubles in the midst of trials he said do not be anxious but instead of being anxious instead of expecting evil to come instead of being worried about the situation he said pray instead so prayer is also one of the weapons that we can deploy that will guarantee our survival in the midst of storm glory to god <laughs> prayer is powerful now, for the man that does not believe in the existence of God, this will not work for him. Because he doesn't believe that there is a supreme being somewhere who is in charge of this planet. But as believers, we know that there is a God somewhere. We know that there is a God that created the universe. We know that there is a God who spoke all things into being. We know that there is a God who declared light from the very beginning. They, we know there is a God that is so big that made the heaven is thrown and the earth is full stool. We know that there is a God like that. Hallelujah. We know there is a God. The one who sits upon the circles of the earth. We know that there is a God like that. We know that all things came from him. We know that without him, nothing will have come into existence. Nothing, in fact, in reality exists outside of somebody making that thing to be in existence. So if you're an atheist, you, I mean, you, <laughs> this will not work for you <clears throat> because you don't even believe that you came from God. But as believers, we know there's a supreme being. We know that there's somebody who called this planet to be. Glory to God. We know there is a being who, who, who created the whole of the earth and hanged it, hanged it on top of nothing. Glory to God. Can you imagine me, you know, taking, taking, taking my, my wristwatch Glory to God. Taking my wristwatch, you know, and just, and, just, and just dropping it. Glory to God. I remove my hand and the wristwatch is standing there. That's exactly what God did with the planets. He hanged it on top of nothing. He hanged it on top of nothing. But we know what is making it stand there. 
The Bible says that through the word of God, that the word of God, he said he upholded all things by the power of his word. We know from the very first day he spoke the planet into existence, there was something that was holding it, and that is the word of God. <clears throat> So in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trials, we know that instead of being worried, we need to pray because prayer works. We know we're not speaking just into the air. Nobody's hearing us. We know we have a God who hears us. So he says that be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, he said, let your requests be made known unto God. So in the midst of trouble, we pray. <laughs> in the midst of trial, we pray. In the midst of trial, we lift up our voice unto God. And he hears us. He hears us. We call on him and he responds. So instead of sitting down there and thinking, oh, how are we going to survive? Oh, how is my business going to look like? After COVID-19 is over. Oh, how will my family survive? Oh, how will this happen? Instead of racking your brain on how things are going to work out, how you're, I mean, and it, it begins to depress you. It begins to make you anxious. Instead, instead of that, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Oh, can I say this? That prayer is a strategy. Prayer is a strategy for the believer. It gets you through seasons. It gets you through time. You speak those words and you believe in faith that this is what God will do for me and my family in this season. And it is done because the one you're praying to has years to hear you. Glory to God. He has years to hear you. Oh, I don't know if anybody is listening to me out there. Glory to God. He hears you. He hears you. Now look at what he now says. He says, after you have prayed, he said, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. And the peace of God. That means when I pray in the midst of storm, there's a guarantee of peace over my mind. There's a guarantee of peace over my mind. There's something, it's like peace forming a garrison over my mind, keeping my mind, keeping me sane in the midst of insanity. Glory to God. You know, sometimes when you, when you tune into CNN, you see some of the videos about the coronavirus, I'm telling you, you're so scared, you're so anxious. Sometimes it makes you lo lose your peace. Glory to God. Some people can't sleep at night again. Because of the gunshot here and there in their area, they've lost their peace. But it says, hey, when those moments come, when you pray to God, when you, when you cry out unto God instead of being anxious, he said the God of peace, he said, and the peace of God will guard your heart. In another translation, I think the Amplified Translation, he said the peace of God will set up a garrison around your mind. You know what a garrison is? A garrison of soldiers. The peace of God will guide your heart. It will guide your mind. So everybody is scared, but you are at rest. Oh my God. Did you realize that Jesus was at rest in the boat while the disciples were running around? He was at rest. He was sleeping in the midst of the storm. He was at rest. Even when they woke him up and he saw the storm. He was still at rest and because he was at rest he spoke rest into the atmosphere oh my god I, I love that because he was at rest he declared he declared rest into the atmosphere can anybody hear me out there 
I'm still, I'm still not seeing uh, any message on the screen. Can somebody just one person type and let me just know that you're hearing me loud and clear? Glory to God. Jesus stood up from rest, spoke rest into the atmosphere, and rest was all over. He said, peace be still. He said, when you pray to God in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of worry, he said, the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. Then in verse 8, as we begin to round up tonight, glory to God. He said, and finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, he said, meditate on these things. Glory to God. He said, finally, brethren, that means <clears throat> my final point for you, even tonight, is that whatsoever things are true, you know, it looks, looks more like the second point uh, during the course of this, of, of this series, talking about, talking about focus. I mean, the first point, talking about focus. We must have a focus in the midst of storms, in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of trial. We must, we must have a focus. Glory to God. And he says that whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, he said, if there be any praise, he said, continually think on these things. In other words, in the midst of trouble, we must stay positive. Now, this is not a positive mental attitude message. Glory to God. I'm telling you what God expects us to do. We must stay positive in the midst of trial, in the midst of trouble for us to be able to go through. Your mind must be at rest. He said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, glory to God. So our focus must be on, on awesome things, we must be on beautiful things. In the midst of trial, in the midst of storm, you want to survive the storm, then your mind must be at rest, glory to God. Your mind must be at rest. Your mind must be at rest. I remember, you know, uh, 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 um, two, two different artists were told <clears throat> to draw a picture of what they think peace looks like, you know. And, you know, one, one took two painters, I mean two artists, you know, were told just, just draw a picture of what you think peace looks like. And the first man took his brush, got his cardboard up, you know, um, and all his painting materials, and he started painting. And guess what? He painted a picture of um, seaside, I mean seashore, and he painted, you know, there was this serenity he painted. You know, the storm was, was blowing, you know, um, casually, glory to God. Um, there wasn't much wind, you know, the trees were blowing, you know, everything was just, was just still. Glory to God. And he depicted that as a representation of peace. Then the other guy took up his brush and he began to paint. And guess what he painted? He painted the seaside. He painted the seashore also. But he, he, there, was, there was so much storm. I mean, the, the, the tides were rising. You know, there were so many sharks by the seashore, you know, trees were being uprooted, 
you know, there was so much sandstorm and all of that. And in the midst of all of this pandemic, in the midst of all of this, you know, <laughs> uh, this, this flood, this, this, this um, uh, a storm, in a Jew, a small canoe, not even a sheep, a small canoe. And inside the canoe was a man lying down, you know, had his hat on, you know, a little bent, and had a glass of wine, and he was sipping it in the midst of all of this. And he said, that is peace. And I quite agree with him. You see, peace is not something we talk about when we look all around us and we experience, I mean, and there's rest and there's peace all around us. When we're talking about real peace, we're talking about a peace that you have internally. You're so much at peace in the midst of a lot of things going wrong all around you. Remember the words of Jesus. He said, my peace I live with you. Not as the world give I give, I mean, not as the world give it, give I unto you. My peace I live unto you. The peace of God is not like the peace of the world. The world talks about peace when you look on around and there is peace. But for the believer, the peace he's talking about is that even though things all around you are crumbling, you're just at rest or in a state of rest, you know that the God that you serve is able, is able, is able. Oh my God. Oh, can I round up this teaching tonight by telling you that the God that you serve is able, is able to take you through the storm, is able to take you through the trial. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 he said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think or imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is able. Is able. Is able. And that's why when we pray, we are at rest because we know the one we're praying to is able. Prayer is a strategy. Are you following me tonight? Prayer is a strategy. We know the one who we call on, the one who we trust in is able. Is able. We're not like those people who have gods that cannot speak. We're not like those people who have God that cannot hear. He has eyes but cannot see. We're not like those people who, who made a graven image and say this is their God. And that God cannot speak. He cannot talk to them. Our God is able. Our God is alive. Our God is alive. Listen to me. Can I prophesy into your life? Can I prophesy into your life? That listen, the God that you and I serve will take us through the season. No evil will come near our dwelling. We will remain on scratch. Not by the disease ravaging the face of the earth, not by we are going to be saved, we're going to be kept, and by the time this season is over, we will survive and we will be thriving in the name of Jesus. We will be standing here. We will be standing here. You and I will be standing here because that's the way we are designed, that's the way God has designed us. We will survive. We will thrive. We will go through. Because our house is built upon the rock. Our house is not built upon the sand. Our house is built upon the rock. And you and I will be standing by the time the storm is over. Oh my God. I wish you would say louder amen to all of these prayers. I wish you would type it on the screen and let me know that you are even hearing the prayers that I'm rendering for you. Listen to me. You will stand here. You will be standing here by the time this storm is over. You and your family 
family, you and your household, in the name of Jesus, you will be here. No evil befalls you. Glory to God. No evil comes near your home. You will be standing here because the God that you and I calls upon is able. He has ability. And based on his ability, he will keep you. Even, oh my God, I love that book of Jude. He said, now unto him that is able to keep us from falling. He is able, he has the ability to keep us from falling. So in this season, more than ever before, through prayer, we rely on him that he is able to keep us. He is able to keep us. He is able to hold on to us and keep us and guarantee our safety through this pandemic and through the storms of life. He is able to do, he is able to do exceedingly. He is able to do abundantly, above all that you and I could ever think or imagine. He's able. He's able. Oh, he's able. Oh, he's able. He's able. He's able. Oh, I wish I had my choir here, but they are also locked down in their house. I wish I had them here who would have sung that song. Exceedingly, abundantly, far above all, all you could ask or think. According to your power that worketh in me, in me, God is able to do just what He says He will do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. He's able. Oh, he's able. Whatever he says, he's able. He never fails. He's able. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Oh, Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word tonight. Your word is yea and amen. We know that you are a promise keeper. We know that whatever you say, you will do. We know that whatever you've promised, you are able to do. And in this season where you're speaking to us about surviving the storms, about thriving in times like this, we know that you're able to fulfill your word. And over the life of everyone listening to me tonight, their families, their neighbors, their neighborhood, their country where they're praying from. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.